Hey everybody, welcome to the Dark Pop Podcast, where we explore the dark side of pop culture. I'm your host, Nick Breeze. How is everybody out there doing on this wonderful, fine, beautiful, fantastic, wonderful day? Today is an excellent day to be alive and an excellent day to uncover and discuss some bullshit. Today's bullshit is the Netflix film Cuties, which, as I'm recording this, has been released today. This movie has been nothing but a lightning rod of controversy since it was first announced. And uh, after Netflix made the hilariously inept mistake of redesigning the original poster and trying to sex it up and make it look like Bring It On for preteens, it has now been in most people's consciousness, especially during the hashtag save our children movement and era netflix couldn't have pulled a worse time to go and try to sexualize preteens just the idea of the movie itself i think is disgusting i've read interviews with the filmmaker in which she discusses what she wanted to get out of this movie what her artistic expression was what her motive was and i'm not buying it i'm not buying it I don't think, I, I can't accept it. You want to tell me, you want to sit there and tell the world that you made a movie that is shining a light on the sexual exploitation of children by sexually exploitating children. That doesn't make any sense to me. Would you, if you wanted to make a movie exposing animal cruelty, would you make a movie where you physically punch an animal and watch it react on camera? I mean, are you going to abuse an animal to bring light to the idea of animal cruelty? So why would you put children in an exploitative setting and, and, and sexualize them to the degree that they have to bring light to this? That doesn't make any sense to me. It just it seems like they're trying to give a valid excuse to the idea that they're bringing pedophilia to your screen now it's not straight the fuck out pedophilia but i mean it's as close as the mainstream is willing to accept right now by having a preteen twerk squad wouldn't you agree i mean personally i think this whole thing is absurd i think it's ridiculous if you wanted to uh make a movie about uh, preteen girls like turning their back on their family turning their back on their traditions living through social media, being exploited by competitions and judges for something that they're too young to be involved with. You could have did that with cheerleading. You could have did that with dance. You could have done that with flag. You could have done that with pretty much any framework imaginable to put preteens in. But you put them in a twerk squad. No matter what your artistic aspiration was for this, all I see is preteen twerk squad, okay? All I could think is that there are pedophiles and sex offenders and just creeps across the planet who now have this on a mainstream platform. All I can think are all the misguided little girls who make TikTok videos twerking to the song WAP watching this. And whatever moral or, or, or standard that their family instilled in them, you know, to protect them from the world, to like up, uphold some kind of moral value for them, uh, the, this kind of quote-unquote artistic expression it 
it robs the whatever little kid is watching that whatever little kid you know doesn't really have much of a you know a moral compass to begin with and whatever was instilled in them or could be instilled in them this ruins it it's essentially doing what i feel like disney movies do but that's a story for another time um i don't truly understand the point of you know making showing the most exploited exploitative thing possible to shine a light on exploitation i don't know if any of you listeners are out there familiar with a film called a serbian film but a serbian film might just be the most controversial movie ever made and it showed nasty horrific images and the filmmaker tried to say that it was a metaphor for what the serbian government does to its people now this podcast is not for children and if you're very sensitive, I do apologize, but I'm going to expose something in the Serbian film that might make you uncomfortable. So strap in. I mean, it's a bumpy rise. It's the ugly world we live in, and this is dark pop. This is what we do here. We expose the dark side of pop culture. Now, there was a film called a Serbian film, and in the movie, there's a scene where two people are watching a video of a woman give birth to a newborn and as the newborn is delivered in its first moments of life the person who delivers the baby while the baby's still attached to the umbilical cord the person that delivered it rapes the baby right then and there the moment that it's born the filmmaker when he was you know in the hot water that you would expect a scene like this to create when he was in that hot water and he was having to explain why he showed that he was trying to say that it was a metaphor for what the serbian government does that the serbian government is raping you from the moment that you're born that was his metaphor that was the most artless tactless um right or no subtlety whatsoever metaphor that you could have possibly have made for that i mean there was no other way i mean it was just like there was just like uh baby's first disgusting metaphor the book and their their version of that is, huh, I feel like people are raped from birth when they were born in Serbia. So we'll have somebody get raped at birth. No, that's not, in my opinion, how you do it. That's not how you shine a light on it. That's just how you bring images of a baby being raped into a, a film and getting away with it. And that's what I feel like Cuties is. That's all I feel like Cuties is. All Cuties is, is a loose framework and patchwork to show 11-year-olds and uh, sexually exploitative scenarios and to rot whatever core value system they still have that their family was trying to instill in them. Because I feel like in pop culture, for the most part, when it comes to kids programming, that really the underlying message is that you are the smart one and you shouldn't listen to your parents. They are old and behind and they don't know how to help you through this world. And as most, you know, movies and kids shows show, the parents are normally inept. The parents are normally boobs or they're comic relief. They're not to be taken seriously. And I'm sure, I haven't watched Cuties yet. I'm not going to watch it. But in Cuties, I would imagine that the family, that the whatever girl is going to be rebelling from is going to be very strict. It's going to be something like, like you want as an audience member, you want her to get away from that. You want her to find herself in this new world. But this new world is a hypersexualized world where they, you know, 
social media justifies and validates their existence, not, you know, aspiring for anything better or higher or, or anything that might be tried to be instilled in them through family tradition that all goes out the window. I feel like those are the two purposes is to get little girls twerking in front of you and little girls that are watching it to rot their core value system. I mean, why not? Right? Because regardless of the message, it's still a movie about that includes preteens twerking when it didn't require it. You could have honestly have made this point that they're making uh, with this film with anything else, but they chose to go with this. And I don't agree with it. And as a rational human being out there listening to this, I hope you wouldn't agree with it too. If for any reason you're sitting here listening to me and disagreeing with every word that I said, you might as well beat it. This podcast isn't for you. I'm not going to sit here and try and and defend or champion this version of artistic uh, expression. I feel like this is just a disgusting attempt at exploitation and to bring pedophilia to a mainstream audience, to have it readily available at any time of the day and for anyone. Uh, I'm not cool with that. And part of me, like, you know, everybody, strap on your tinfoil hat. Because part of me wonders, is what, is what we're seeing with this whole cuties debacle, is this, are they playing chess with us, our elitist puppet masters? Because one thing that's been going on in social media for months now is the Save Our Children movement, hashtag Save Our Children. Where for the last year, it has been exposed through social media that um, children all over the world and in America too are being, are going missing. They're being trafficked all over the world. There's children being trafficked everywhere. Uh, We we talked, uh, it's been exposed that there's 800,000 children going missing in the United States with hardly a peep about it. And uh, the conclusion is, is that they're victims of sex trafficking. And, you know, we've seen, you know, what's going on with that. There's been the whole Wayfair scandal. There's been a lot of other scandals going on. And, you know, this is also on the heels of the Me Too movement. So in my opinion, Netflix could not have picked a worse time in history to make a movie about twerking preteens and then make a hypersexualized poster of them all in, you know, you know, in twerk poses, more or less, or showing flesh. And I, I refuse to believe that all these people, that all these advertisers that work for Netflix and all these companies and the people that go out and they do, um, they do like marketing and test marketing and they, they, they show images to audiences everywhere and ask them questions and they do social media surveys to get a feel for like what works with a certain like customer bases and, and age groups and what doesn't, it is impossible for me to believe that this whole like agency or whoever does this for Netflix just happened to miss the biggest thing going on in social media at the time, which was hashtag save our children, where even on Facebook, they were censoring the hashtag, but it still managed to become a trending hashtag. So there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people in this movement. So what the fuck? was Netflix thinking when they went and instilled or when they went and they debuted this poster? What were they thinking? What were they thinking by bringing this movie out right now at this time? Now, 
I was seeing through social media calls to ban the film, calls to ban it outright, to suppress it, to stop it from ever coming to screens in North America or anywhere else, anywhere else. And is this the first step in them like urging us to self-censor, urging us, telling them, like giving up our power and saying, hey, you guys, you the government, you have to take this away from us because we don't like it. Because you know what that does, right? That opens up the floodgates to any sort of censorship. And, you know, it'll come to a certain point where anybody who is offended by something can just take it upon themselves and say, I don't like this. This offends me. I find this morally reprehensible. Get this off my television screen. And I don't want anybody else to see it either because it's poison. Now, I agree. Cuties is poison. I agree. It should not be watched. I don't care what you were trying to say artistically by making it. It's a fucking movie with twerking, with twerking pre-tweens. I will not get over that. You should not be getting over that. If you are justifying this, you really need to uh, re-examine your motives and what you think you're talking about. Because as anybody who is a parent, all right, or I shouldn't say anybody, most people who are parents want to protect their children from things like this. They don't want their children to be um, exposed to twerking in general. Most parents uh, who, who have a, some kind of hope for their child's future want more for them than that kind of tasteless like way of you know, trying to get attention by doing things like that. So what disturbs me though is they didn't make this movie for preteens. They didn't make the, even though they will watch it, they, didn't, they made it for adults. Like, what the fuck is an adult going to get out of a, a, a preteen uh, trying to find themselves in today's hypersexualized climate? What's an adult? Why, why is it an adult movie? Why would that, like, even if it were 17, why would an adult want to watch a mature film about that? Like, who is the actual audience for this? But regardless, anyway, I feel like they want us to have calls for censorship. They want us to give our power away to them and give uh, whoever whoever would be censoring this, whoever, like the, the government or whatever, wherever this goes, they want us to give our power away because they want to move in more and more censorship. Now, anybody listening to this podcast still, I'm sure you've run into censorship on Facebook or censorship on Twitter, or censorship on Instagram, things you're not allowed to say, opinions you're not allowed to post, things that you can't have up. They... The way it's working now is that our narrative is being rewritten through fact-checking and through censorship. This isn't okay. We don't want you to think like this, but this information is okay. What do I mean? Now, there are groups on Facebook that are just straight-up pedophilia groups where they have scandally clad children or pictures of scandally clad children, and then they have adults commenting like and, and talking about their six sexual lust or desire for that children or for for the children in that picture now these groups and pictures get reported to facebook by the thousands by the thousands okay and they'll stay up for four or five days before anything's done about it i'm sure they have to get a couple hundred thousand uh you know reports about exploitating children and you you know before they do anything about it now if I were to post something that could be deemed hate speech. That shit is going down immediately, and we all know it. And rightfully it should. But in the same, you know, in the same sense, 
don't you agree that uh, children being put into sexually compromising positions or, or being lusted after by creeps should also violate community standards? Because Facebook doesn't feel like it does. Facebook says that that's okay. And sooner or later, that's going to become the full mainstream narrative is that this is okay. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? That by Facebook's censorship and Facebook's fact-checking is rewriting the narrative in your mind and telling you what is okay and what isn't. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't need billionaires and Mark Zuckerberg to tell me what is okay for me to think and what isn't okay. I don't need Facebook and their fact checkers to tell me what is a fact and what isn't a fact. Because the moment that I see something that is fact checked on Facebook, my first inclination is to feel that the information that they're fact checking is actually true and it's so true that it scares Facebook. It scares Facebook and Facebook's masters into believing that we as a culture might be waking up or moving forward past their narrative and they won't be able to control the way we think. They won't be able to control the information. They won't be able to control the narrative. They won't be able to just keep us small, scared, stupid, and alone for too long. So you have to have something get in there and go, no, 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 this isn't true. We need you guys to stay small, stupid, and scared as long as possible. So please, please don't listen to this information. Ignore it. It's poison. Don't follow these people. Don't follow these incels. Don't follow um, these conspiracy theorists because they're just going to lead you astray. They're doing more harm than good. You must leave it to the professionals. Do not try to expose child trafficking. You're going to hurt the child trafficking exposure movement. We have things well in hand. We, the government, we have things well in hand. 800,000 children go missing a year, but we have things well in hand. Do not talk about these things and expose these things. Do not do your own research into any topic because you, you, the stupid peon, uh, mouth breather, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know right what's right and what's wrong. Your name isn't on a piece of paper. You have no room to talk about things you don't understand. Allow the professionals, allow the people that we have chosen and appointed to make decisions for you. Allow them to determine what is a fact and what isn't for you. Because after all, who are you but the public educated, the people who went to a public school and didn't know anything until we told you? You wouldn't even know what the sun was if it wasn't for the powers that be. You wouldn't know what to call the sky. You wouldn't know what the name colors. You have no opinion on anything. Everything you know has been dictated to us and told to you, or dictated by us, and told to you by us since before you were born. And that is not going to stop now. And no social media uprising, no truth movement, no nothing is going to get in the way of that. We've got your back. We are going to protect you. That's why you check Snopes. That's why you go to Reuters. That's why you go to New York Times. That's why you listen to Forbes magazine. We are here to help you. That's why you listen to CNN. That's why you trust Anderson Cooper's face. Okay, we provide to you your safety. We provide your security. We provide your peace of mind. But my friends out there, anybody listening, do you have peace of mind right now? Are you without fear? Do you feel that the mainstream narrative has been there to take care of you and to calm your fear and anxiety, especially in the last few months? Do you feel like they're your, they're, uh, your best interests are their best interests? Or do you start to feel at any point like sheep? Like you're just being told, 
Like you're like you're being treated like a mushroom because you're fed shit and kept in the dark. I don't know. I feel that way whenever I'm reading uh, the information that uh, is in the fact check portions and fact check boxes. I I always feel like I'm looking at ver like it like text formatted diarrhea. Because that, I mean, seriously, like I said, their their narrative control, their censorship, all it is is this: they want to mold our minds into seeing reality, into seeing life the way that they want us to see it. And by releasing something like cuties, they want us to see these images and accept it as normal. They want us to be okay with our children being hypersexualized, or they don't want us to be okay with it and they want us to self-censor so then they could just open up the floodgates and censor anything they want it's a lose lose situation for everybody that's why i've come to the conclusion that we cannot ban anything we cannot censor i don't feel like that is right if you are challenged or offended or disgusted by somebody else's quote unquote artistic expression you vote with your dollar, okay? If you're disgusted with Netflix for putting this film out there and you can't trust their programming anymore, you don't call Netflix and, 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 and demand that they ban it or you call your congressman and demand that it's banned or something's done about it. Don't give your power away, people. We've had enough of that in the last few months, I would say, in the last few decades, for that matter. Take the power into your own hands, Vote with your dollar. If you, don't want, if you don't want films like this, you don't tell them to take it away. You take your money away from them. Netflix is a business. Netflix thrives off subscription money. You cancel your subscription, they don't make money. Your family cancels their subscription. Your friends cancel their subscription. Everybody starts to cancel their subscription because of cuties and you don't come back. Netflix and every other streaming service learns a hard lesson. Now I don't think it's going to sink right away, or I don't think it's going to sink in right away. I think they're going to push the envelope more and more with this. I think Cuties was just the beginning. And like I said, I don't know. It could be the beginning of them just truly wanting this to be normalized. That's why Amazon Prime has the iPedophile the movie which uh sheds a light on the uh the uh, the nature of the pedophile and doesn't judge or or demonize them. It just uh, presents a portrait of a pedophile for you to make up your mind about i mean if you don't want if you don't want to see that if you feel like that's disgusting and outrageous and horrible like i do don't call for it to be banned just don't subscribe to amazon prime don't give them your money don't give netflix your money walk away that's how we get to them that's how we affect the difference because in the end truly uh the, our, our puppet masters care about two things they care about control and they care about their bottom line. They're willing to sacrifice their bottom line a bit more if they have to in order to have control over not just what we do and think, but like our narrative in general. But I think we can get to them by retracting our money. So just don't give Netflix your money anymore. As of September 9th, Cuties is released on Netflix. It's out there. It's for everybody to watch now, even though unless you're a sick piece of shit, I don't know why you'd want to watch it. And I would genuinely like to believe that if you are still listening to me right now and you want more, that you are not a sick piece of shit, that you're another human being with a desire to call out the dark side of what we see every day and expose the nastiness lurking beneath the surface 
of pop culture, behind the false veneer of Hollywood. Because if 2020 has really taught us anything, and if you're as awake as I'd like to believe that you are, you know that Hollywood is nothing but a pedophilious fucking snake pit. I mean, we all know. We've all heard about the casting couches for decades. We've all, we, we know it's a disgusting place. And now we got uh, Hollywood streaming services like Netflix just bringing us pedophilia to the fucking comforter of our own house so we don't have to be judged. What you do while you watch Cuties is just between you and the NSA, baby. So, you know, if you're a sick fuck, there you go. It's Christmas. If you're an outraged, uh, decent human being, you know, the fucking war is upon us. It's a war on our mind. It's a war on our spirit. And it's a war to strip us of our power, to strip us of our view of how we see things. We can't give up our power. We can't cry for censorship. Censorship is never the answer. Banning and suppressing the things that we don't like is not the answer. Turning your back on it is the answer. That's when you take away all of its power. And the only way to turn your back on cuties is to turn your back on Netflix. And not just for a little while. And if they ban cuties, then you absolutely don't go back to Netflix because that's what they want. We cannot allow this to happen to our society. What do you think? What are your thoughts and feelings and opinions on cuties? I would like to know. You can get at me at darkpop34 on Twitter. Follow me. Follow my new podcast channel where once or twice a week we are going to delve deep into the conspiracy theories or conspiracy fact or suppressed fact of different aspects of Hollywood. That is going to be the entire purpose of my show. To entertain, to enlighten, and to educate. Thank you so much for tuning in to my first episode. And I'm so glad you're all here. Everybody, I will get at you soon. Thank you.